Hello, my name is Matchel Chambers, and you are listening to the E-Chamber Podcast, where the aim is to encourage, educate, and sometimes even entertain. All subjects are on the table, anything from faith, culture, life experience, etc. I hope you enjoy this episode, and don't forget to subscribe. Hello, hello, you are listening to the very first episode. My name is Matchel Chambers. I am excited. I hope you're excited, even if you're like, maybe a five out of ten either way i'm excited that you tune in and i'm excited to be doing this this is my first podcast i have no experience with podcasts i've never done a podcast even as a guest or anything of that nature and i'll kind of share later on why i'm doing this but i wanted to share a little bit about myself many of you may not know me some of you who are tuning in probably know me that's why you're tuning in maybe for a favor maybe to see what i'm doing maybe you're tuning in you have no idea who i am either way I'm glad you're tuning in i'm gonna stop saying tuning in so my name's Matril chambers the first thing you may wonder is that his actual name yes it is my name my name is matt trill m-a-t-t dash capital t-r-i-l-l you have never heard that name before and you probably won't hear it again if your name is matro out there please send me a message i would be happy to meet you but my understanding from my father who was born in jamaica met a lawyer who actually had that name and he thought it was a nice name came to jamaica got married and the rest of his history had me and he called him Matchel. My brother, who's older, actually has his name. So the first, my first, his first son is Calvin. Both of their names, Calvin. So that's he got his name first, and then the second, I got that. So there's a lot um, behind that. I never used to really like my name when I was much younger but later on when I kind of realized that was unique and no one else had it and I thought it kind of suited my personality and who I am I I started to embrace that I don't know if that's the case with everyone with their names I know some people don't like their names they want to change their name but I actually do love my name now because one of the things that I notice is if you know who I am and you mention me to somebody else most people are oh yeah I know natural because you won't know anyone else. Once again, if your name's Matchel, you need to hit me up. But uh, yeah, my name's Matchel Chambers. As I mentioned, I have an older brother, but I actually have other siblings as well. Uh, My mom and dad, God bless, is still alive, and they had five children. Uh, My my oldest, eldest sister is Monique. Older brother is Calvin little sister two little sisters one's tanisha and one is beth or claudine that's a whole other story (laughs) um her legal name i believe is claudine but then she got the name beth it's one of those things so we all call her beth uh i am the middle child and i know there's a lot of psychology behind that the neglected one and all kind of theories about the (laughs) the middle child uh my wife jokes around about that with me all the time but yeah i'm the middle child interesting experiences um being the middle child because you're not the oldest you're not the youngest you're kind of in the middle so um i think you know a lot of that did shape who i am in terms of being a mediator and trying to see things from both sides it's interesting being in the middle of a situation but um yeah i'm the middle child 
as I mentioned before my wife, I am married roughly seven years at this point, I believe. The problem with that is I think we've been together for 19 years because we dated for nine years before. We got married in 2011, so I'm losing count. So we got, uh, we dated for nine years. Then we got married, and I think we've been married for seven. I know, this is bad. If you're listening, Crystal, strike, like, strike that from the record. Um, but we married. Fun fact, I'm born on November 6th. My wife, I'm born on November 6th, 1981. My wife is born on November 6th, 1984. We got married November 6th, 2011. Yes, so we have the trifecta there. And um, actually, funny story is, uh, I have a we have a daughter now, and she's almost to October, and she was due October twentieth, I believe, around that time. But she actually was born October twenty fourth, or whatever the case was. I was rooting for her to be born on November 6th. I was just rooting for it. My wife didn't want to. She says, no, I want my own day. <laughs> we already share birthdays and anniversary. I don't want my daughter born on that day too. But I was just like, God, please. This is just, it's just one of those fun, selfish prayers. I said, God, please just like, give me, <laughs> you know, um, give me that. But it, it's, it's, um, it's still a blessing nonetheless. Um, she's an interesting character and you're going to hear references to her throughout the podcast because um, she starts to shape some of my understanding in a lot of different ways and of course once you see something like that I my respect went up for my mother my wife any women that have to go through that um, my hat's off to you so if you haven't already picked up, if you don't know me, I am a man of faith. I've been born and raised in the church, meaning literally my mom was in church when she was pregnant with me. And I've been in church my whole life, baptized at the age of 11 years old, got um, involved in ministry at a young age, uh, played the drums. My family, everyone plays instruments or sings or do something like that, played the drums, then uh, eventually, I think at 15, 16, began to preach. That was a whole nother thing. But I guess you can say that's one of the main ministries. But one of the ministries that are true to my heart, one of the things about me in life that is true to my heart is young people. I'm a youth leader within the church, but I'm actually a child and youth worker. Also, outside of the church, I would work with you for free. Youth are um, a passion of mine. I love working with youth. Um, no matter their challenges, no matter their success, their failures, I, I love working with youth. So that will be a big thing about me as well. Uh, I'm a big sports fan, specifically uh, basketball and football, yes, in that order. I'm a Lakers fan, not a recent bandwagon Lakers fan like Lakers like originally with Kobe and Shaq when they were losing and winning and all that stuff uh Dallas Cowboys fan yes when they were winning and even when they're losing now so you know I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan if they're <laughs> they're still losing I do root, I am from Toronto and I do root for the Toronto teams but the problem is when I start to get into basketball there was no Toronto team so I guess it's a little bit of the issue with my dad. He's a Blue, Toronto Blue Jays fan, 
and he doesn't switch teams. That's still his team. So I guess I saw that, and it's kind of picked up where I said, if you pick a team, you kind of stick with your team. It's kind of like a marriage. So that's a little bit about myself. And these podcasts are not meant to be long. If I ramble, I forgive. Please forgive me. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to have guests. And like I said, every subject is going to be on the table. But obviously, most of what I'm going to be doing or the way I see things is going to be through uh, Christian lens because that's the way I see, uh, I see and embrace the world. Uh, Christian is not just something that I, I do in terms of a label. It's who I believe I am. But I, as well as other Christians and non-Christians, have different aspects of their lives. And I believe we are the sum total of all the experiences, thoughts, information that we've taken in. And no man is an island. You just don't know everything on your own people have poured into your life and i would like to share that and to be honest i'm doing this podcast because i've had so many great conversations with people and i thought man other people would want to benefit from this as well and actually one of my friends was talking about doing a podcast i listened to podcasts and then i said you know what i'm not going to really do it and then i thought maybe and you know how it is going back and forth with that and I had an experience, and this was kind of like the final kicker for me. You see, I was talking to a young adult, youth, a bunch of them, and there was something I was talking about in the Bible, and I wasn't articulating it the best way, and I was starting to reference a big-time preacher. I won't use the person's name, but it was a big-time preacher, and I was almost sure that they knew who this preacher was. Turn out they didn't know who that preacher was. And I was starting to say, well, you know, this person, and yeah, they're really good, and you should listen to them. And, and, I, and, and I, I sincerely meant that. But when I was walked away from that situation, one of the things I felt as though God was trying to show me is you were shrinking from your responsibility to do that. You were, you, you were kind of dimming your light in that situation and it's kind of like when I started to really think about it and unpackage it you know oftentimes we dim our lights for great lights what I mean is you see someone doing something great and it's not like a fake compliment like this preacher is actually great if I said his name a lot of people who are listening to him might know who he is um and he's a great light but the problem is with that great light and the exposure that he has all throughout the world the area of youth and young adult who i was talking to at that time his light was not exposed to them and yet me who god could have used as a source of life was exposed to them at that time and I should have just spent my effort to try to articulate things the best way and not just dim that light. And I think if you're like me, sometimes we do that in different areas in our lives. We dim our light for greater lights. We don't dim our lights necessarily just because, oh, I can't do it or anything. Sometimes you're like, oh, someone else is doing it. So you're like, I won't write a book on that. Someone else is doing it. I won't do this um, outreach effort. Somebody else is doing it. I won't do this and that. But the problem is you can offer something unique to the world and you don't want to hold back on that just because someone's doing something great. I always think about the time when I went to Washington or Maryland 
Maryland's in Washington. Sorry for my Americans. Um, but we were close to the Under Armour uh, factory. And someone was telling me the story how basically they were selling clothes outside of a car. And when they got into the sports apparel business, Under Armour, and I'm 38 years old, so those who are older know at one point you never heard anything from Under Armour. If it was sports apparel, it was Nike, it was Reebok, it was those type of things. Nothing about Under Armour. And many people were, I guess, suggesting to them, you know, this is like a market that you don't want to get involved in because Nike, Reebok, Adidas, Puma, there's so many, like, what's the point? Fast forward, Under Armour's there, and they've created a unique brand in which uh, sometimes I prefer to wear that working out than Nike or any of that stuff. Whether it has this good commercial advertisement or whatever the case is, they found a lane for that because there are thousands, sorry, let me phrase that, billions of people on this earth. And not everyone is going to like the same thing. So there's a market for that. And if that's true for business, I'm telling you it's the truth for it's the same for ministry, it's the same for entertainment, it's the same for so many different things. It's the same for outreach. There's so many different things that you can offer the world. I truly believe that God has created us for a purpose. Even if you don't believe in him, I believe that God has created you for a purpose and there's unique gifts and a talent that you can bring to the world. If it's anything from preaching, ministering, I even think I'm of the opinion, I think something like comedy is like a ministry. There are some people who can make us laugh and make us forget our troubles for a while. And imagine if people like that thought, there's other comedians, I'm not going to get involved in that. But they did anyways. So I think it's important that you realize that. And I kind of close on this. You think about the gospel specifically. You go into a room and you turn on the light. And let's say there's nothing in that room. Light will cover everything. Will cover everything. But if you start putting different items, you realize that the light, there will be a shadow and there will be an area of darkness. And that great light in the sky will not get that area of darkness. However, if you take a flashlight or you put a light in those areas of darkness, now the light is being covered. It could be possible that the obstacles through life, challenges, the enemy, whatever the case may be, there are individuals that are not getting that light, not receiving the light of the gospel, not getting the light of love, not getting that light, whatever that case may be. You may be that light that God wants to use in that person's life. And rather than look at what other people are doing and just assume other people are doing it, don't dim your light. Don't shrink from your responsibility. Have the courage, believe in yourself, and shed that light. So that's pretty much it for today. I'm not going to go too long. I'm excited for the next podcast. I have that lined up. But once again, don't forget to subscribe, and I'll see you next time.